Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by... Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Mindset Podcast on the Power and Fin Network. Today, uh, we're talking with guest Joshua David from Champion Fishing. So let's add him to the stream here. How are you doing today, man? Good. How about yourself? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Awesome. So uh, to get us started, if you just want to give us a little bit of uh, a background on yourself. Sure thing. Again, my name is Joshua David with Champions Fishing. I've been uh, fishing for about 30 years now and uh, started, you know, when I was a really young boy, did a lot of bank fishing, boat fishing. Uh, last year, I decided to get into the kayak bass fishing world. Uh, that's been uh, challenging at different times and uh, lots of learning. I think I went through nine kayaks my first year until uh, I finally landed on the New Canoe Unlimited and uh just wanted to plug that in there. It's a great kayak and, uh, you know, gives me the room that I need. But, um, you know, I've got four kids and I started uh, Champions Fishing for really this purpose here that we're actually going to be talking about today is to kind of, you know, create a positive mindset out in the world because we just don't, uh, you know, we deal with a lot. And especially when you're out fishing, where, of course, we'll get into that. And I'll let you lead that. But, um, you know, having a positive mindset is, is going to help you in every aspect of your life, not just in fishing. And I spent 18 years as a full-time minister. Um, I've 
ministered all over uh, this country with different churches. I've been, uh, you know, privileged to speak before thousands of people at different times uh, throughout my life. And so I'm grateful for the opportunity to just make a difference in other people's lives. And of course, enjoy fishing at the same time. So, Yeah. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. So, so this is your first, is this your first year as kayak fishing or is this your kind of your second year? This is year? my first full year, full year of kayak fishing. I started, I started off kayak fishing about two years ago. Okay. And uh, my first, my first kayak was a Pelican angler, like 120 or something like that. It was a sit on top kayak. And I had no idea what I was getting into. I did put a life jacket on. I knew I needed to do that. But as soon as the first like 45 seconds in that boat, after I launched at Leadville boat ramp and, and Dandry or uh, white pine, Tennessee, I was in the water, all my tackle, all my gear. And man, you talk about a blow to your mind because here you're now, you know, you just lost hundreds and hundreds of dollars of stuff. And so I thought, well, do I quit or do I try this again? And so uh, here we are, you know, two years later, just finished the first full year of, of tournament fishing. And uh, it's been great. It's been challenging. And, you know, I'm looking forward to next year. That, yeah, that's interesting. So uh, the I want to start off because I didn't know you had recently just gotten because I've recently have been following you in the last couple months. So how is that transition from the boat world and bank world to the kayak world as far as like tournament wise? Honestly, um, it's been very challenging. Uh, I have, a, I don't know if you can see all the way back there on my yeah. headboard. I do have a third place trophy back there that I won a river event and I never did get my plaque for my first place tournament finish, but I've, I've had, you know, some success. I've had a top five finish in uh, middle Tennessee amongst some anglers that I had never met before fished on a lake we'd never been to before. Um, you know, I had a top five finish there. I've had a top three finish and then I've had a first place win, but I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of last place, you know, uh, or, or fifth or sixth type of deals throughout the year too. So, um, coming from someone who spent a lot of time, you know, on the water, you know, growing up on the bank and, and in a boat, going to a kayak, I didn't really realize what I was really getting into. Um, because you have to be on top of your game when you're kayak fishing, because there's so many variables or variants that are going on, you know, especially like me, I, I started off paddling. And so you've got a fishing rod in your hand. You've got a paddle that you're holding on to with your other hand. And, you know, you're kind of casting and then you're doing this with your paddle. And, you know, so there's just so many things that's going on. And like, particularly for me, I love to river fish. I yeah, love, I do. I do too. I love chasing those South Fork Coastal River smallmouth here in Northeast Tennessee. There's just nothing like it. And I've been able to fish all over the country, you know, but um, so I didn't really realize, I didn't know how to read the rivers. I didn't, I didn't understand that, you know, I needed an, a, an anchor chain or a drag chain. I, there's so many different things that, you know, I just didn't realize uh, how challenging it was going to be 
And so making the transition from a, a boat or a bank angler to a kayak angler, uh, if, if you're not prepared, you can run into some challenges and difficulties. And yeah, you can basically, you know, getting into the water, it, it's going to mess with your head a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so you've got to learn not to panic. You know, I think panic is what gets a lot of people in trouble. So you have to learn to be steady in your mind uh, whenever you're out there on the water at all times. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I agree with that 100%. Uh, yeah, because I know my first couple times out on the river in a kayak, it was kind of the same thing where, I mean, I, I don't know what your flows are at. Our flows weren't really that high. So it wasn't a total, total panic. Mm-hmm. But there's been, there, you know, you get, you have those times where it's like, holy crap, this thing's moving pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Should, should I even be out here? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, I, I have the TVA app on my phone. Yeah. And I'm constantly uh, checking, you know, to make sure that, you know, I, I know what the water levels are. I know how much they're generating, how much, you know, that I'm going to have to deal with out there. And then I try to also check like weather. You want to check weather, wind speeds you know, those type of things out there, because if you get out on the water and you don't know what to expect, it can get absolutely crazy for you. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen plenty of people get stuck out there because they just, they're like, oh, it looked like a beautiful day outside. And then all of a sudden, you know, an hour about being out there and now the wind's kicked up to 30 miles and they can't get back. I mean, I'm lucky enough. uh, I was lucky enough to have the motor on this year. So Awesome. It definitely, definitely helped out that. But how did how is that a limited fare versus uh, your starter kayak? Probably a, a lot. Better. Oh man, it's <laughs> you know it's it's a hundred times better because this the first kayak that I got into, um, I don't remember exactly how wide it was, but it probably wasn't no more than 30, 31 inches wide, and I made a mistake of getting this real thick cushion and putting it on top of the seat. So that made it top heavy. I was into the water, like I said, within 45, 30 to 45 seconds, you know, of launching. Uh, with the Unlimited, it has made life so much better because I can I can little, I can do push-ups on this boat <laughs> while in the water. And I'm a pretty big guy. You know, I'm not I'm not your little skinny pencil man. I'm I'm a pretty big man, uh 5'10, 310 pounds. And so you know, having the unlimited has been a total game changer for me because now I'm no longer fiddling around. I was doing a lot of fiddling and less fishing. Um, I, I was, you know, I constantly felt like I was unsteady uh, in this boat. I'm not. And so just being able to totally just stand up, move around, feel free, which it's kind of weird to say feel free when you're talking yeah. about the unlimited, but and I've had a feel free, by the way, they're great boats, but I did not feel free uh, in those boats, you know, yeah. just, I think because of my size, you know, that I am, but yeah, having the unlimited man, it's a game changer. It's, it totally is. Now. I mean, I'm able to do things in that kayak that I never thought I'd be able to do uh, on the water. Now I can't wait to motorize it. That's definitely the next step for me is to, to motorize it. Our, uh, cast kayak angler society of Tennessee just voted on motors this year. So next season we'll definitely have an XI three on the front of it. Yeah. So you're going with the XI three. See, I want to go, I'm going with, I didn't order a pursuit 
I won't have it until January, but I'm going with the the Newport on that one. Nice. But very nice. Yeah. I feel like having those kayaks though versus like your Pelican kayak that you started with mm-hmm. to having the unlimited now that ha- that helps mentally. Like I had a, oh, yeah. a guest on a couple months ago who said having his fish finder on there and his motor on there definitely gave him a mental advantage over I mean because anybody could catch fish if you know how to fish and you know yes. you know you don't need the motor but for some people that's a mental advantage more than it is a physical advantage right we, like yeah I, and I having the better boat having the better boat I feel like is the same way yes yeah being able to being able to get your hands free which you know you could do that with a pedal drive yeah, but I I don't want to be sitting here doing this all day, and I don't want to be sitting here doing this all day. And you know, I, and while I you're casting, before. <laughs> yeah, while while you're casting, you know. So which you know, do I need to exercise? Absolutely, but I don't go to I don't go fishing to exercise. No, that's what the gym's I, for. <laughs> I go to free my mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, I go to free my mind because fishing fishing is an ex- it's not just an escape from everyday life. Uh, it's much deeper than that, but, but it is part of that. You know, we go fishing because we thoroughly enjoy being outdoors and we enjoy that sport. And, and it takes you back to when you were a young kid, you know, when you get that fish on the end of your line and, and it's like, man, you know, I'm, I'm reliving my childhood and those, those memories stay with you. Uh, every day, but yeah, having having the unlimited and being able to know that I can motorize that—that's going to be huge for next year because I'll be able to fish more. And I've always I've always said, you know, you're either fishing or you're fiddling. And when you've got so much stuff going on on a kayak and you're you're paddling and you know you've got your fish finder and you've got every you know this and that going on, plus the weather conditions around you, um, or or fifteen rods behind you, you know that can really mess with you. Um, so I, I try to keep everything simple because I, again, I want to enjoy what I'm doing more than anything versus just being out there for show, you know? Yeah. So my next question would probably be how many rods are you taking on a, on a tournament day? Well, two weeks ago uh, we had a tournament and I took nine rods with me. Okay. I, I literally used maybe three all day. Yeah. This past weekend, I took seven with me, and I literally used two or three all day. So what I'm going to do is better plan out my strategies, you know, before I hit the water uh, the next time and, and probably not take more than four or five. Yeah, because that, that's, that's what I – Kind of do. I take, well, I have four rods, so I'll have two spinning rods, two casting rods. And honestly, one of the casting rods is either I'm throwing a frog or I'm punching, depending yeah. on the depending on the condition. Yeah, that's, and, that's me. I'm, you know, I just don't see, I really just don't see the need to take 10 rods with you out there. You know, have I done it? Yes. I did it because I wanted to see what, what it was like. But having done that, I, the, just my mentality and, the, and where I'm at, I, it's just not necessary. Yeah, I feel the same way because yeah, it's more for I, show than anything. 
I end up using, like you said, the same two or three rods and same two or three techniques, especially when you're fishing local waters. You kind of already have it figured out to where you what you're gonna do. At least you you should plan ahead to know kind of what you're gonna do day of or at least day of practice. Yes. Yes. So yeah, you have to you have to kind of plan and strategize. You know what what's what's the water color? What's the water temperatures? What's the wind going to be? Is it going to be cloudy? Is it going to be sunny? All those different you know factors that go into play. Um, again, I just don't. You know, I could get on a rant on that, yeah. one, and I'm not going to. But I just think it's not necessary. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, it's glad to hear someone else say. You know that that less is less is better, less than is more because yeah, yeah, less is more because you end up fiddling and not fishing. At yep. least that's been my experience. Well, you get to a point where it's like, well, maybe they'll bite this. Well, maybe they'll <laughs> bite, this. and then you're throwing all ten different baits, and right. you've caught in zero fish, and you're all types of confused. Oh yes, and in a hurry, <laughs> big hurry. Yeah. So, uh, next question would be, it was your first full year uh, kayak fishing season. Um, What are some some positive takeaways? And then after that, we can move into like some things that, not negative takeaways, but things that you learned that you could do better for next year. Absolutely. So, I'll start (laughs) off uh, with the negative things because I always like to end things on a positive note. Uh, Negative-wise, you know, for me – I felt many times I wasn't uh, prepared like for the weather. Uh, One particular event we had back in the very beginning of the year, it was a joint event with several other uh, local uh, groups. It was for a thousand dollar payout. And, you know, I knew that it was going to rain that day. I just did not anticipate on it raining as much as it did. And I was in my new canoe pursuit at the time and I had scupper plugs in and that boat filled up with water. Uh, while I was out there fishing and that got very hairy, you know, hairy and scary as they say (laughs) uh, for me, because, you know, here I am fishing out on this lake in a place that, you know, I'd only fished at one other time. And I'd I'd only went there just to basically pre-fish because I, my uncle had told me about it It was, you know, a great location. So I went there to pre-fish and, you know, I remember that it just raining that day. It was cold and it started messing with me because, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm shivering like that right there, you know. And I thought to myself, man, I might die out here today because I'm not, I'm not dressed properly for one. You know, I don't have cold weather gear on. I, I did have, of course, life jackets always on. That's a non negotiable. Yeah. Uh, it's agreed. on. It's on as soon as I get out of the car. You know, you go to the kayak, the life jacket goes on first. But, um, you know, it, it was uh, it was challenging, again, mentally for me because I wasn't dressed right. And so I had to sit there and, and think, you know, how, how am I going to overcome this? And so I just kept telling myself, it's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. Just fight through it, you know. So I, I pushed myself to finish that day. I ended up fishing like 15th out of 50, 50 anglers or something. Um, my buddy that was fishing with me, he ended up the, in the top, I think five, you know, but, uh, so we were catching fish. We just, I wasn't getting the quality fish, 
And so that was messing with me. I had the weather messing with me. Um, so I guess the negative there is just I wasn't prepared. You know, here yeah. I'm a big preparing person, but I wasn't prepared that day. And I was still a greenhorn at the time, you know, in kayak fishing. I, it was like my fourth or fifth tournament, I think, at that point. And so I still didn't know, you know, things that I know now for sure. And, you know, my advice is take your scuffle plugs out, <laughs> especially if you're in the river or if it's raining. You know, do not have the scuffle plugs in there because yeah. that can really get ugly. But um, on on top of all that, you know, negative i really haven't experienced much negativity i, I work you know I'm, I'm with a really great group of people the tri-cities kayak anglers shout out to them northeast tennessee kayak anglers uh I've, all the guys have been great you know they've been very welcoming very helpful and uh, it, it's made it very enjoyable so i think that just the negatives were little mistakes that i made some positives, you know, good things from that is I've, I've gained friends. I've made some friends with some really awesome people uh, here locally and then, you know, across the country now. Um, people are talking to me and things like that. And so uh, I, there's been a lot of great positives um, there. And, and just being able to get outdoors and do what I like to do, fish. Yep. And being on a kayak, man, that's just <clears> – it's – there's nothing like it. Yeah, I mean, it's – well, being closer to the water versus, like, a boat and just, you know, yeah. I, I feel like it's a lot – you're closer to nature kind of, you know. And, yes, yes. And also, if you have those chances, and depending on, you know, where you're at, have those chances to get to those spots that aren't necessarily big lakes, but they're hard to get into, yes. especially if you have a boat or something. That's also kind of a big positive for for the kayak fishing community. Oh yeah, because you can go you can go where many people cannot. You know, oh yeah, I passed bank fishermen. Bank fishermen would dream only dream to be able to go to where you're at. Um, oh yeah, boaters. You know, you can go up some of those lakes. You can go back up <clears> those creeks that those boats can't go in and find fish. So, yeah, it, it's truly um, an awesome experience all the way around. And I wouldn't – I would never – I, I got to be careful not saying never. <laughs> um, but I have no plans to go spend forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 on a bass boat when I can rig up a personal bass boat for less than $10,000. Yeah. You that's know, that's what go, a lot of people are doing now. And go wherever I want to go. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, if you don't want to participate in in the kayak uh, tournaments, you can even put motors on some of these kayaks now, like gas motors. Oh yeah, on some yeah, of these. That unlimited, I, you can put a two and a half horsepower, yeah, or whatever on it, and just go with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's unbelievable where where the. The game has grown just in the last few years, mm -hmm. but I'm glad to see that you had more a ton of positives and not really. I mean that that seems to be kind of the theme when I talk to people is they yeah. gain friends, they gain you know everything from yeah, it. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm meeting people that you know I, I never would have met you. Yeah, yeah. You know I I wouldn't <clears throat> many other people that that are out there like Alex Rudd. You know I, I wouldn't have followed him 
on on his YouTube channel because I wouldn't have been looking for that. Yeah. You know, um, getting getting to uh, learn from other people that I wouldn't have otherwise learned from. And, and that's one thing that I will say, if you know, if you want to if you want to grow in this sport, you have to educate yourself. And you have to watch other anglers. You have to listen to other anglers. Now, there are some people out there who will just tell you one thing, but they're doing something else. Uh, and it'll have, you know, you'll be up to you to decipher which ones are, are truly leading the pack and which ones are being forthright with you and honest. But, you know, once you learn that, that, that there's some people out there that genuinely care and they want you to succeed as an angler, even though you may end up competing against them one day, they still care about you. Um, that, that really helps you a lot and it prepares you, uh, to, to go to the next level. And that's, that's definitely what my plans are for next year is to fish more, you know, events, uh, not just local stuff, but, but go out there and maybe do some Hobie BOS for some of the bass, bass stuff, uh, get into some of the KBF events. You know, that's that's my plans for next year is not just to do the local stuff, but but to do some traveling as well. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of a plan for me, too, is to kind of branch out or or I was also looking at to be a guide, too. But that's because it's kind of like, you know, it's opening up to a point where now people are starting to get those opportunities to do some stuff like the Bass Guys have done for many years. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, we just need we need the money to be there a little bit more in order to do it as a full time job. Right. Right. But it, I mean, at least it's still there for us to do, you know, and we can live, you know, life and still have this national trail that we can follow and fishing. And as long as you can get there and you feel you have a chance to win. Yes, it's, it's great to have it. hundred percent. <clears throat> so are you looking at looking forward to any events next year you already have some marked up um i'm i'm still in the planning stages right yeah. now um i'm considering i'm considering the hobie bos the only the only drawdown from that or drawback that i have right now is i don't think they allow motors no they don't uh so that's you know now now that that's the the case that i'm going to get a motor I don't know if that's a route that I want to take or not. Um, you know, I, so I may, I may do like bass or KBF. Uh, it's got a loud motor because I've, I've paddled 20, 20 miles in a day before. And it's, you know, it's like, well, why am I doing this? You know, and yes, there's a, the exercise aspect to it, but, Again, I'm not I'm not fishing for exercise. I'm fishing because I love fishing. Yeah. Well, you know, as a as a this will be this was my first year with a motor, and I'll tell you, once you start using the motor, you're not gonna want to go back. A hundred percent. I'll tell yeah, you that. I mean, from why would you, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you're gonna do like a river float, and you already have a. A drop, you know, well, you know, like a, a float planned out. That's yeah. probably the only time you never really need the motor. But other yeah. than that, you, you're never gonna want to not use it. <laughs> and I can I can see where too, like if you're if even if you are river floating, 
you know, in, in a pretty decent, if it's super skinny water, you may not want to have the motor, but if it's, you know, five, six foot deep in places, uh, after you get down those shoals, man, drop that motor down, spot lock it and just stay there on that spot. Yeah. And really work those shoals really good to find those smallmouth. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that motor. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. And <laughs> All right. So, uh, we've been talking for about 26 minutes now. And uh, is there anything fishing-wise that you feel I left out? And then, it, um, I mean, if not, we can talk a little bit about champions fishing and kind of your goal with that. Yeah, as far as, uh, you know, champions fishing goes, my, my goal really is for that to be an extension of, of my, my career as a, as a minister. Um, you know, an, an evangelist, you know, I did that for 18, 19 years full time. And I just, I just got burnt out on, uh, religion, you know, religionity, like the man-made part of things. Yeah. And so I, I didn't want to do that as a job, uh, even though it'd been my only source of income and livelihood for, for 18, 19 years there. Um, I always told myself that if it ever become a job, that I, w- I wanted to do it differently. And so I started Champions Fishing because I wanted to be able to reach out to people where they are and, and people that, you know, maybe are going through a tough time and try to help encourage them that no matter what they're going through, no matter what their circumstance looks like, that they can overcome anything. And so Champions, Champions Fishing, while it's, a huge part around fishing in general. I'm not just there for the bass. I'm there for people. Yeah. Because you never know what somebody's going through. I I had a guy the other day, I'm not going to mention his name, but uh, after a tournament, he and I were talking, you know, for a little bit and he he shared with me that he had possibly had cancer on his lungs. And, uh, you know, that was an opportunity for me to try to, to encourage him try to, you know, in some way minister to, to him, um, you know, not with, not with preaching to him, but just encouraging people. And that's, that's something that I like to do because, you know, I've been through a lot in my personal life. I, my, I grew up with my mom. She just passed away August the 28th, but she spent 21 years in prison, you know, made some bad choices at a young age. And so uh, was taken away from me. My dad, he was a bad alcoholic and and you're very abusive and stuff and so i'm i'm not a stranger to adversity i've I've dealt with a lot in my young life and i've always tried to use those things as a catalyst to make a difference in somebody else's life to say hey you know what i've been through turmoil and 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 adversity just like you have may and maybe not exactly like but i've been through things you know and i've always used those as a springboard to carry me through to the next level or to the next thing so that I don't get downtrodden by those things that come my way because they're just things. They're just, they're just little nuances in life that affect us, you know, every day. And we can choose to sit and let those things just tear us apart or we can use them to move us forward. And, you know, my philosophy is that setbacks are setups for the greatest comebacks. And that's, that's what I want to 
put out to people is that no matter who you are, what you're going through, you are a champion. Have that mindset. And no matter what you're going through in life, what you're facing or dealing with, if you work at it with the mind of a champion, then you won't fail. You know, you won't you won't you won't quit or you won't uh, end up, you know, in despair unless you quit and throw in the towel. So just keep pushing forward. Yeah, I totally agree with that message. That's kind of what I've been kind of preaching myself all these years. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's funny and it's crazy to hear someone else say it, you know, and have – how can we get – is there a way for people to get involved or is there a way – like how can we help this cause? Absolutely. Um you can buy our merchandise, you know, championsfishing.com. We have, we have a little store. We've made some hoodies and t-shirts and hats. And one of my hats, I think is in the living room. So I'm not going to fool with going to get it, but um, you know, we've got some merchandise. That would be one way to help us out. Uh, Obviously we need more funds, you know, to, to uh, help us get the message out more. Uh, we just recently had our website redone, championsfishing.com. It, it was redone by a professional web designer. Um, my plans with that is to write, you know, blog posts that are positive, uh, directional, um, focused on, you know, overcoming challenges and adversities. And we're going to talk about, you know, our, our day on the water kind of a deal, uh, you know, doing with that. And then, of course, you know, I represent um, – Monster Bass, uh, which is a monthly tackle subscription. Somebody yeah. can purchase that on our website. That helps us out a little bit with funds. It's not, you know, we're not getting rich off of it for sure. But, uh, and, and that's not really the point. The point's not to make an income from it. The point's to make a difference. Yeah. And, and um, but unfortunately, it does take money to do that. And so uh, you can help us out that way. You could just share our, share our website with people. Uh, tell people about it. Our YouTube channel, uh, we're having to restart our YouTube channel because uh, we had an issue with cell phone and Verizon would port my number over to Spectrum Mobile. And I had two-factor authentication with Google and Google will not let me back into my old YouTube channel that was growing pretty good. Um, I'd had the channel for less than nine months and was over almost almost 500 subscribers. Um, and I really hadn't been pushing it, you know, just just posting content. And one of the things people would say is, man, you're a breath of fresh air uh, to the community. And so, you know, th- that lets me know that people are watching, people are listening, people are catching on. Well, I could believe but, it. Cause uh, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, if you look in the right places, there's a lot of negativity, no matter where you're at. So hearing positive yeah. thoughts is, is really, a, is a breath of fresh air. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, being, being able to, uh, to do this is it's really a dream come true uh, to, to put all this together. And, and we've worked hard. I mean, getting the website to where it is getting uh, merchandise created and, and all that kind of stuff. It, it's been, it's been challenging, but uh, again, we just choose to persevere and we yeah. believe that the best is yet to come uh, and that there's hope for tomorrow. You know, that no matter what we face, there's always hope. And that's why we've, you know, we champions fishing has to happen uh, because like I say, every time I end a video, I tell people to stay, stay, stay strong. And remember always you are a champion. So be one. 
And that's, that's what I want to instill within people is, you know, to have that champion mentality and being a champion, you know, people, people will say, well, how many trophies have you won? How many tournaments have you won? Let me, let me say something. It's not about getting a trophy. It's, it's about being able to go through life and not quit. Yeah. That's what a champion is. It's not trophies, it's not money, it's not accolades and fancy cars and houses. A champion is somebody who just won't quit. Yeah, I I agree with that. So, and that's what we want. We want to get people to realize is that you don't have to give up when things are tough. You can can persevere and win. And winning is different for everybody. So we don't, we don't, um, you know, we don't put any kind of limits to that. You know, how you win in your your life or your situation is between you, your spouse, husband, wife, whoever, kids, you know, whatever your situation is, that's that's on you. You choose what, what your trophy looks like. Yeah. And some people don't just don't understand that. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. But I, I totally agree with that, you know. Especially like, especially with people, because everyone has a di- different uh, circumstance, different, different financial circumstances, and everything else. Some person may maybe you know has a hundred grand in the bank and thinks they're poor, and the next person thinks they're rich. Exactly. And that's exactly. That's kind of, and also some some person might have a full trophy room and wants more, and another person might have one trophy and be perfectly fine with it. Yep. And like. And that's kind of that's that's a mindset in itself, and that's exactly what you're talking about. Yes, sir. And so, uh, before we end this, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Any sponsorships that you have, or anything like that? Absolutely. Um, I would like to thank the guys at Venom Lures. Uh, you can go to venomlures.com and use code Champions Ten or Champions Fishing Ten. I think it's Champions Fishing 10 or Champions 10. It's one of the two. Yeah. Try them both. Uh, and you get yourself 10% off at VenomLurus.com. They, they've been great. Uh, they've allowed me to join their pro staff. Uh, again, being a first-year angler in, in the kayak world, but they they recognized, you know, something in me, and I, I'm grateful for that. Also, Big League Baits out of Maryville, Tennessee. Uh, Champions 10. Uh, is the code for that one, and you can get 10% off for them as well. But uh, very good baits. They're, they're, they, they're just very durable. They're quality. They've got good sense to them. And, and I use different venom in, in big league for different things. You know, they have some of the same style of baits, but, uh, I, you know, I use some of the some of the things differently with them, with the different companies there. Uh, so those are be my my two big ones, you know, for giving me the opportunity to represent their brand. Um, I do appreciate that so much. Uh, it, it's it's great, and I just like to say shout out to the people at New Canoe for making such a great boat uh, with the Unlimited. Um, all their boats are great, but the Unlimited is is man, it's the king. Uh, I definitely believe it's the Cadillac on the water. Some people say the Hobies are, but. No, I've I've been in Hobies before, and, man, I'll tell you what, that unlimited just gives you that stability, that solidarity to where you can truly just fish 
and not worry about anything. I've, I've literally had the boat over on its edge and water pouring into it and never felt like I was going to flip out. I mean, it's just, yeah. that, it's just that good. And again, I'm not a 150 pound dude, you know, I'm three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just shout out to them and, and appreciate you for having me on as well. Uh, oh, it's, it's no, it's no problem. This, this probably won't be the last time, man. And uh, we definitely hope, speak the same language here. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Um, just again, helping people out and making a difference in people's lives. That's my purpose for living. And so I, I would encourage people to, you know, read and study and grow and learn in the sport of fishing. Um, and then, Keep your mind right. It's easy, easy to get messed up out on the water. Easy. Oh, yeah. And so don't don't allow those things to uh, cause you to throw in the towel and quit. So. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree with all with that last statement for sure. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. I do look forward to having another conversation in probably a couple months, kind of check in with everything sure. right before the season starts. And again, appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too. You you stay safe, stay strong, and remember always you are a champion. So be one. Yes. We would definitely end on that. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Fin on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.